What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Blue the Poet, and I am back with another episode. And today, I have a guest speaker, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, you guys. My name is Stephanie. All right, Stephanie. So, tell us more about yourself. Who are you? What are you doing? Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I'm currently a grad student at North Carolina Central University. I currently work at a gym right now, so using my undergrad degree recommended rec, rec, recreation administration and the YMCA. Period. So since I have Stephanie here today with me, you guys, um, this is going to be pretty much like a little transitioning, um, I guess, topic from undergrad to grad. Um, as many of you know from my other podcast, I've already been offered a job and I don't plan to go back to school um, for maybe like a year or two. So I just wanted to get some insight from Stephanie about what it's like to go from being undergrad to a grad student and what that looks like with COVID since she literally started in the smack dead middle of COVID. And I'm going to just let her tell her story and explain um, the trials and errors that they're having with that right now. <laughs> oh, trials and errors. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, um, yes, like she said, I literally started smack in the middle of COVID, like, um, I was like, I'm going to grad school. I had to do my application. My application was due, I want to say in April because I was trying to start in summer. So, um, I literally sent, did, wrote my paper like two days before to get into grad school, had my friend check over it. She sent it back. Then I was like, all right, let me do the final touches, do whatever she said I had to do. Sent it in the day before summer school start. I didn't get my letter in the mail, the email, no nothing. So I had to contact the school. It was like, hey, I didn't get like a letter saying I got in or anything. So they contacted the chairman at my department for public administration. They said I got approved. So I literally got an email saying, hey, accept this now and start school the next day. Oh, wow. That's, that sounds like a lot. So let's let's break down Central for you guys. So I don't know what it is like at any other HBCU or a university in general. And this is not to talk down on Central at all because I've enjoyed my four years being in an environment with people that look like me, makes you feel good, makes you want to come to school and makes you feel like you're important and that you're seen and is cultured, period. But Central can be messy. Central administration be acting like they don't want to be there and i'm the type of person that if you're not happy with your job or you're that person that don't like your nine to five then please find another job because i'm pretty sure it's somebody out there that would like to help us and change our lives and make sure that we're on the right path and doing what we need to do because it's very frustrating dealing with people that just don't aren't happy like you get on the phone with certain people and they just kill your whole vibe and for what like if you don't want to be here then just don't be here but central is very um horrible when it comes to being timely so as far as stephanie having to do that i know that that i i I can attest to central being being messy yes so um but i would definitely say COVID had a lot to do with with the administration process because a lot of people weren't in their office okay they were working they was transitioning from the office to the home so a lot of people you would get in contact with literally was not there they was at their home trying to set up their home office and get a landline so we wouldn't have their personal um cell phone so 
that day was very, very hectic. The day I got accepted, because I was literally on the phone with somebody that was already in grad school. There was a graduate assistant working in the office at the time, and she had to call me off her personal cell phone number, and she kept calling me private, and I don't answer private calls. So I was just like, this. So somebody trying to get my attention, so I answered, and it was her. And she's like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm calling private, but but you gotta get this in. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Are you? I was like, okay, so do all that. Had to get the email sent, and um, they had to do another. They had to do a background check. Um, previously at my old school, I had gotten to not some trouble, but I had got the fist fighting, and I had got suspended from um, from that school. But it wasn't anything academic. It was just for me fighting. But it was like Central was like, well, they ain't happen here, so they just like it don't have nothing to do here. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> well, talk about hold up, play, hold up, play, y'all. She joined out. She's throwing out Jill's doing a damn podcast. I'm a friend. I ain't never heard this goddamn story. So we better get a little off topic. What the hell is this fight? Who was you fighting? Y'all, y'all knew Stephanie. She don't even pick up dandelions. So what this yeah, fight? So like that, my sophomore year, I had gotten into a fist fight with this dude. Um, the guy I was, you know, previously, you know, whatever with. Um, we was never together, but I've been rocking with him for like a year and a half. So he just kept doing grimy stuff, grimy stuff. And I just finally kind of got fed up with it. And we got into like a heated argument. And I basically just punched him. And um, remind you now, this dude is like six foot two, 200, almost 300 something pounds. And I body slammed him. So the school was like, that is very serious because somebody your size, I'm 5'2", and I was under... 200 like I was like 140 at the time it was like somebody your height and your size body slamming somebody like that no <laughs> oh wow oh yeah he must have been really grimy because you think of things shit yeah, but um I pushed through it like you know I it was definitely a weak moment and a you know a sad moment but it was also a life lesson but it helped me become the person I am today because when I did go to Central I had a different outlook on a lot of stuff um, when it came to friends when it came to teachers so i was more focused on academic wise than you know entertaining dudes at the time and so i really think that that lesson really helped me it didn't hinder me at first i looked at it as a hindrance okay but it helped me because now i can help people that i see is going down the same road like hey stop I know you don't care. I know you don't want to listen. I know it's going to go in one, out, one ear and out the other, but don't ruin your future for nobody. Period. Like, stop thinking because your actions do affect a lot of stuff you do later on in life. And, like, that goes with me everywhere. Every school I transfer to, I have to talk about that. And when I talk about it, it was like, <laughs> okay, they said you've grown for it. They say I have grew. Every time I talk about it, they're like, it don't seem like this is stopping you. And I'm like, no. I was like, when I tell you, I made a mistake, but it was a life lesson, so. Period. I just want to, y'all heard what she just said, but I just want to key in on some of the words that she used, like stop and think, like, and I feel like a lot of people our age, especially in undergrad, going into grad or just being undergrad students in general, like, we don't stop and think about a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of y'all are getting out of y'all houses for the first time, getting freedom, and y'all act like y'all don't know how to act. And that's just to say, like, people are, somebody is always watching you. 
Always. Always. And it don't even have to be a parent, but it may be somebody that's trying to, that you're trying to work for later on. Or you're posting something on social media that you shouldn't be doing or should be doing privately. And they do watch social media. So, please clean up y'all social media. And then, like she said, like, we do all have weak moments or moments where we feel like we're in a tough spot or get into situations. But don't let it hinder you. Let it help you, like... Propel that, and and they have they ask about difficulties and things like that during certain interviews. Use use your hindrances to help propel you and set you apart, and to say that you overcame something, and not like oh this is what's stopping me. Because obviously, obviously y'all see my girl is in grad school doing a damn thing and finna be done soon. So what y'all doing with y'all life? You feel me? So that's that. And then back to the niggas thing, because we not gonna act like you know. It's never okay for females to put their hands on guys or for guys to put their hands on females. No. So that's that's just bottom line. But y'all do be ain't shit ass people. And sometimes you do just want to snack somebody. But when they get to that point in any relationship, I will just let y'all know right now. If you got to put your hands on anybody in a relationship, just stop being with them. Because 9 times out of 10, they ain't worth it. And they stressing you out too much anyway to get you to that point. So right. fuck them. I would definitely agree with that, but I actually, I used to be so scared to tell people that story because I didn't want people to judge me or look at me like, you waited to college to get into your first fight? I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, things happen. Like, you know, when you get fed up and to the point where you just can't take it no more, you end up lashing out, but I am so thankful Back then, I didn't know why God did that. I really didn't. I don't know if anybody's spiritual. But I did not know. Y'all know I am. <laughs> I did not know why God put that situation in front of me. And when I tell you, that situation exposed a lot of people. People that I thought that was going to rob me to the wheels fall off. That situation exposed so many people. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like... You know, I was the type to go to um, go to class, go to work, and I was in prayer. We had prayer every night at 7 o'clock, and I would always go to prayer. And if you know me, you know that when it comes to a group project or any type of schoolwork, like, bro, get your stuff in on this deadline. Like, we set deadlines before the assignment is due. And i never forget, my um, classmate came in there, and her phone was just like, ding, 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 ding. And I was like, hey, like cut it off like we trying to get this assignment done like you know i'm ready to go um i want to say it was like close to christmas break i was trying to get everything done she's like it's not me he just keep texting my phone and it was the dude i was talking to i was just like what and she just after that it just went trails of every woman coming to me and saying this and they're like stephanie you don't do anything and i was like what <laughs> I was taken back, so I was just like, yeah. But that situation actually helped me get into grad school. Um, I talked about that situation in one of my paper in the paper for grad school. Like that situation showed me so much more, and it just made me fight harder for my education because I let this one one person stop me from going to school for a whole year because I had got suspended for a semester. And you know, if you get suspended from any school, sometimes you have to pay back money, even though the money is already there. Sometimes they try to make you pay back money. And I had to pay this fine and I paid the fine and I'm still living life. I don't know what he's doing now with his life, but I do know it's year 2021 and he's still asking about me. So obviously I'm doing something right. Period. <laughs> That's how I be. They always want to come back. 
And so to move on from that, I guess I would just want to know, like, hmm, I guess what do you plan to do after you graduate or what are your thoughts on what you want to do? And yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm getting my degree in um, public administration right now at Central University. And I either want to go the law route or go the PhD route. Um, I'm not pretty sure just yet. I'm still thinking about what I want to do. I do know I do want to come back to Central and teach. I want to be a professor at Central, um, especially with my recreation department, to go back and teach um, RT there. RT is recreational therapy, so I would love to go back and teach class. That's um, so sweet. I just want y'all to chime in right here, y'all. Y'all need to get back to y'all schools because I understand you may have a if you have a horrible experience with your school, then all right, that let that be that. But if you have a okay to great experience, then I definitely say please come back and do something for your school because who else is going to take care of HBCUs but the people that went there? Went there. Yeah. Like, because I plan to definitely give a scholarship once I have the funds to do so, and um. Like I done said before, I don't even know if I said this on my podcast, but I plan to open up like a foster care down the road. And I definitely am going to come back and tie into Central and ask professors to come and like volunteer there for that. So, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but that, that no, that's great. That's great. Um, I always, you know, I wanted to get back to Central since the day I stepped foot on the campus. And like I said, Central has been crazy because when I first started in undergrad, I started and we had a big ice storm. So I didn't really get the orientation like I should have gotten. <laughs> My orientation so, was lit. <laughs> so everybody's orientation was lit and like yeah, party and all. We had maybe like 20, 20 kids at our orientation because everybody oh, wow. couldn't make it because of the ice storm and they was like still trying to push like trying to get us to be hyped but i'm like y'all for one it's freezing cold for two we gotta walk around this campus and it's ice on the ground and for three just get us in a building where some heat is at like you know i mean and we didn't really get like the you know the recognition and stuff like that so it was it's always been challenging with me at central but i always overcame it because i'm like i'm not gonna let this situation get me down either it was if it was a class, financial aid, um, you know, a student account, something like that. Because I was a transfer. I didn't start off there my freshman year. So I didn't know my banner ID. And I remember going into the accounting service because something was going on. And then she was like, I can't help you because you don't know your um, banner ID. And I said, do you know your driver's license number? And then she looked at me. And I said, exactly. So you're going to help me. You're going to look me up my first and last name. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Yeah, yeah. It be the people trying with me. Yes. And she was like, "Oh, you, you must have had a long day." Yes, I had a very long day. And you, if you know anything about them Jesus steps at Central, then you know. Woo, them Jesus steps. <laughs> if you don't know, you gonna know soon. If you ever go you to NCCU, like, you gonna know. You know. They, <laughs> I had to walk from the Walker Complex to the Lee Building. So. If you know, you know. I no, I, I was tired, and I had to, and I parked in the parking lot. Oh, so, no, and no. I had class. So, when I tell you, I was already on edge, and I had an 8 o'clock PE class that morning, too. So, yes, I was literally on edge. But I tried my hardest not to be rude to people because first impressions are everything. And I learned that the hard way. First impressions are everything, especially when it comes to job opportunities, um, anybody that's trying to get affiliated with Greek Life, any, any organizations out there. First impressions are everything, and I learned that when I started working for the YMCA because a lot of people do come in there and work out. 
So you don't know where they work at. So you can just be having a conversation with them and they might tell you, hey, I know such and such. And I'm just like, crap. Okay. So I know not to cuss nobody out in front of you because you know X, Y, and Z. So, and you know, the Y is very broad. Everybody comes to the Y workout, drop kids off. You don't do everything at the Y. So you never know who you're running into when you walk into the Y. So that's why I try my hardest to be like, hey, how you doing? And literally, people on campus, they're like, you know this girl? They were like, yeah. She always walk around saying, hey, hey, if I want to be known for that, let me be known for that. Like, hey, no, it's, just something it's something positive. It's not nothing negative coming to me. And I always, you know, say hey to somebody. You never know how the day is going. You never know they had a bad day. You never know. So I always try to walk into all my classes with saying hey. And I did that in my undergrad year. And people... You know, first people was like, "Why she talking to me? <laughs> it's too early in the morning." Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> if I like it, then I'm gonna talk to you. But if yeah. it is too early in the morning, I'd be like, "All right, give me, give me, give me five minutes. <laughs> give me five minutes to wake up." But but it helped because everybody ended up like liking me, so yeah. it helped. Like, hey, Stephanie, they start speaking to me in the hallway, or they saw me on campus. So it, I think that helped. Yeah, and it helped me to learn how to get back out there when it comes to meeting people. Because after that situation that happened at my old school, I had a hard time trusting friends. Mm -hmm. And I had a hard time trusting people because people that I thought they was going to be there for me wasn't. They mm -hmm. ended up turning their backs on me. And I saw a different side of them. And, you know, you've been rocking with somebody for so a long time. And then somebody come in the room talking about, oh, yeah, she said she don't F with you no more. You taking back, like... I'm weak. What, what I do to you? If you yeah. be the absolute so, first shit for me, like bitch. so, it'd be like this whole time okay. you won't really rocking with me, no, like you really. just pretending to be cool with me, and that that really hurt me. So, mm -mm. <laughs> no. And back to what you want to do after grad school. Grad school, either the law or PhD route. Um, mm -hmm. Public administration has taught me a lot about the healthcare system and the law, um, law system. Shout out to all my classmates that are in the public sector, private or public sector, law enforcement, everything. Because literally, when you're in grad school, you might be in grad school with somebody that's 40, 60 some years old, and you're trying to talk over them and they're trying to teach you a lesson. My advice is be quiet and let them talk because they have been here longer and they know the game really, really well. Learn from them. Get their emails. Get their cell phone numbers. Talk to them. If you have a group project, be in a group project with somebody 40 and over. I'm telling you, you will learn a lot from them. A lot. Like, I'm like... I'm We're starting this. If y'all can see, <laughs> the air starts. We're putting a little asterisk sign because... Like Stephanie is saying, people people don't tend to listen to older folks because we're just like, oh, they're old. But like she said, they're being longer now. They're sitting experienced and seeing more than we ever have. They have. So learn to listen. Learn, like, That's why you have two ears, one mouth. Right. And I was a firm believer of talking over people. Oh, I knew what I knew everything. I had to come to this realization. I don't know everything. And me too. I had to bite. <laughs> I had to bite the own bullet. My own bullet. Like I don't know everything. And I will be now. I'm open and honest, like, look, I don't know that. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. And I normally, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get it and I'm going to understand it. But now I stop myself before I even get to anything. I'm like, I don't know what you just said. I don't understand this question. I don't understand what I just read. Break this down to me because I'm not a know-it-all. Mm -hmm. And I let them break it down to me. They will thank you and appreciate you so much in grad school for doing that inst instead of you acting like you know everything. And you have to realize when you're in grad school, you're dealing with 
professional doctors, professional law, law enforcers, um, people that got PhDs, like you're dealing with everything in grad school. So you can't even get by with plagiarism because if they give you a topic, nine times out of 10, they already did a research and time, nine times out of 10, this is not their first rodeo with this assignment. Mm -hmm. So we just had an issue. The teacher basically kind of called the student out because they plagiarized one of the, memo, the memos and literally did it word from word. Now, in this assignment- Don't this, ever do that, y'all. Don't ever do that. Because that's how you really get in trouble. Like, <laughs> you really you get don't in trouble. put it in college. Um, and for, this particular professor, you only have three assignments at the whole class. He just added one. He just added one more. So now you have four. But three major assignments, and that's your memos and your final. That's it. If you don't do good on the first assignment, you might as well cancel it. You're done with the class. You might as well know you're about to take that class over. So, um... I wish that person would have reached out to the group because we have this thing called group meet. Group me. Pause. Get a group me. When you're in grad school or any upper class level, get a group me. It will help you out. Study together. Y'all meet up. I know with COVID, everybody's not meet up in person, but they have Zoom, WebEx. They have everything out here. FaceTime, meet up. Uvu. Uvu. Like, yeah, like they have stuff out here. Google, Doc. Like they have stuff out here. Meet up with people in your classroom because you're probably not the only person that don't know that yep. you're probably not the only person that don't know the answer or don't know how to figure out anything but and don't be afraid to ask questions either like yeah. stephanie was saying because i think that's a, the problem i'm glad that she learned that now but definitely take that what she's saying for undergrad too because a lot of y'all be sitting in class acting like you know something and you really don't and you be confused trying to ask people and groom me to explain something i'm not explaining something because you should have asked the teacher when they was just explaining it and asking for questions like don't ever feel like you're going to ask a dumb question. No question is a dumb question. If you didn't know, then I've been trying to tell people all the time, you're paying for your education. Please ask your questions because at the end of the day, I'm paying for you to teach me. Right. Therefore, I need to be receptive to the information that you're giving me, period. Right. Like, I haven't met my class yet because of COVID because literally when I started, I started right dab it in the middle of COVID. COVID started in March of 2020. I started summer school May 2020. I literally was lucky, <laughs> but it came after my birthday on yes. the first of March. So, so and I then I graduated. We didn't have graduation, but I graduated like a week before, and the next day I was in grad school. So, literally, like I didn't have a break. I, I didn't have a break, and um, I'm actually studying to get my license in um, recreational therapy. So I was doing that during the summer and in grad school, and I was also working two jobs. So I was studying for a test, working two jobs in grad school. And I thought I had it. Like, I was, like, hyperventilated, stressed out. Because um, in grad school, you don't get no money. It's nothing but student loans. And I was more scared of student loans than anything. They don't really have, like, a scholarship for our program. If you're going to be, like, a doctor or a lawyer or you want to do research, you might get more money. But in that program, you don't really get a lot of money. And also, in the central program, you cannot make more than two Cs. You can, no, no, cannot make more than one C. So if you make two Cs, you out of the program, you have to sit out for a whole year, and you have to reapply. So just to chime <laughs> in, y'all, so going straight into grad school isn't for everybody. Like I told y'all, I'm not doing that because I just knew that wasn't it for me. But if you already know in your heart that you're going to take off a year and not want to come back, then yes, I would definitely say jump right in and do what Stephanie did because come on now. Like if you really do need a master's for something in order to get better pay or whatever it is, the career that you're doing, then yes, I would say just go straight in. So then you're still, you still have that pace of 
school or even if you just want to do a start in the fall and like take that summer off then do that but everybody's program is different so definitely learn these programs learn what you want to do by the time you're a junior in college and undergrad you should know what you want to do because honestly that freshman year is for you to get acclimated to your climate where you're at have fun i'm not saying not have fun be safe but be careful and don't trust people lightly because mm -hmm. yeah just don't do it but that's that's your year to have fun you have these basic standard classes you should be passing them with flying colors like i cannot tell y'all how many people i started with freshman year that did not make it to the second semester and i'm like how like this is the most easiest shit in the world like it's easy but y'all hear y'all hear stephanie she's a runner she's a track star yeah. she was doing everything when she came into them yeah, i was grad school. Um, i was i was doing everything so actually i went around and i was like I was, i'm ready to be done um i was trying to i was basically doing all i did in high school i took um all my major courses first and then did my electives last so that's what i'm doing in this grad program so i basically signed up literally for all the main courses that they require and by the grace of god i got through it last semester was really really a tough semester for me um i found out my dad had stage three cancer i was working two jobs and in grad school so i was stressed out and anybody know me like i'm going to try to help any and everybody before i even help myself and i had to realize last semester no stephanie you have to put yourself first because i was nannying working at the y and also in grad school so and dealing with my father health issues but i had to end up leaving my nanny job and i feel so bad because i'm like i miss my babies but i know i had to do it for me and just keep one job in grad school so last semester was not my best semester um i did get put um on academic probation but it wasn't even because the grades it's because i had a 3.5 and then this semester last semester dropped to a 2.3 so that's me i'm like academic probation for a 2.3 like what like come on now i never my whole college experience only my gpa dropped one time and that's because i was transitioning from my old school to a new school and i was working a full-time job and i just couldn't balance it so but this semester i got straight a's this semester so Period. I, <laughs> I hit it out of the park and you know my professor like my professors and my um, advisor like really shocked because when you have to go through your classes and like you almost finished the program <laughs> Period. So literally, I take one of my, I take, um, I have two main classes I have to take that's left. I'm taking one of those this summer in an elective. And when I go back in the fall, I would just have that one main course and two electives. Period. <laughs> yeah. So, like, If you're going to grad school, take your main courses that they require. Take those first. Get those out the way. Do what you got to do. And then your last few semesters, just take the electives and rock it out. <laughs> Period. So y'all heard how my girl overcame a lot that's been going on in her life. She's still navigating through her master's program through COVID. And she got straight A's this semester. So I just want to say thank you so much for you're joining welcome. us and you're coming welcome. to talk to us. And I hope you guys learned something today. And just honestly from this to keep pushing forward. Like Stephanie is truly a person that's persevering through everything that's been thrown her way. And if she can do it, you can do it. It's possible. Like it is possible. 
And you know, y'all just follow y'all dreams, do what y'all what y'all feel and y'all heart y'all want to do. When you do decide to do these professions, make sure it's something that you love and it's not just a job for the money. Because I promise you, that money is not gonna make you feel good at the end of the day. Like it's a whole bunch of people famous that commit suicide, things happen because they're not happy and they have all the money in the world. So y'all just you know, I'm gonna let her say bye and y'all. That's that. Oh, I just want to put inference on um, the money aspect. Um, I do know somebody, y'all, they had a big corporate job. I'm not even going to say business out there, but they had, you know, when I tell you, when you come from undergrad making seven figures, <laughs> you like, what? Like, I just graduated making all this money. Um, they realized that the money and the time they put into that job was not worth it. So they actually went back to school and they're getting an MBA. I'm so proud of him. And he actually is getting doing his internship in New York. So it's very, very important that, you know, you realize that. And I'm so proud of him for going back. I think I really encourage him, like, well, just go back to school because you're not happy. Yeah. <laughs> you're not happy with his life. Like, the money, don't get me wrong, like, the money was good. Like, you know, the money was good. Like, I, he liked the money, but is it really worth your relationship? Is it really worth your personal life? Is it worth your mental health? And yeah. for him to realize that after we had a conversation, I'm just like, you're not happy. Yeah. You can go, go do something that's going to make you happy. And, you know, him learning is what makes him happy. So I'm praying that when he finishes MBA, he's he didn't want to go back to HBCU. He went to Carolina. It, it don't matter. But, <laughs> you know, he's doing good in his undergrad. He went to A&T for his undergrad. Um, and he gives back. He Period. Gives, he gives back to his Period. undergrad. So... so. Y'all hear that? So it's not about the money. And we're thanking Stephanie for tuning in with us. But thank you, girl. You're thank welcome. you so much. You're welcome. And bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>